Welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. And that's me smiling. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah, I can tell. In my training today, it said, if you're ever talking on the phone, make sure you're smiling when you do so, because the listener on the other end can always tell. <laughs> oh, I, that's that's uh, that's funny <laughs> to me, because I, they definitely don't tell you. Um, the amount of eye rolls that I have given on the phone there oh, is yeah. insane. Yeah, and but I, if you're smiling while you do it. I've literally <laughs> taken my pen and chucked it across my cubicle <laughs> because I was, I've been so pissed at particular phone calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm just trying to practice what I'm learning. <laughs> Hi. Actually, I'm really smiling because we were in the middle of a conversation and we're like, why aren't we talking about this? But you took Wells to a chiropractor. I did. And... The best part of this whole thing, and what got me giggling, was that he was just asleep the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't have cared less. You're, you're, you could do anything else. Mm-hmm. He's not into it, but this, he's just like, all right. Yeah, I mean, our general rules: he likes everything for ten minutes, but apparently, he liked that for a whole hour. <laughs> he was just like, I mean, he he was a little fussy at yeah. first, and then we gave him his pacifier. Was he asleep when you got there? No. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Are you like, show me the way. He was like crying the entire drunk car ride. Yeah. And then we get in there and he's fussy and he's like spitting out his pacifier. And then the entire time we're kind of going over because um, getting insurance to pay for chiropractic work can mm-hmm. be interesting because it's not considered like traditional mm-hmm. medicine. So you, you, they have the chiropractor basically has to write out this whole thing for insurance that says this is what I'm. Yeah. This is the exact thing we're working on. Well, when you're trying to discover what on earth in an in, like in a newborn yeah. is wrong that needs a chiropractor for, yeah, uh, you have to. We were just she was just asking all of these questions. That's so it's good. Like, it was like a, it was really good because it gives the Thorough, full story. Yeah. It's like it was a full two hour. Holy like it was a, shit! It was like a two hour appointment, <laughs> and uh, he was fussy that whole the whole first hour going through all of this d- different stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, thankfully, Kylie was on top of it because she filled out all of the ahead of um, time, most of everything we could ahead of time. But there was still other stuff and getting yeah. to know the chiropractor, and it was cool because the chiropractor has like a two year old. Um, who also goes to the same pediatric office that we do. Oh, so like there was, okay. it was kind of cool to, I mean, kind of going through s- some of the same things and, um, and, but it's, it's interesting to me because chiropractors, uh, it's my first real, you never been to one. I've never been to one. Okay. It's my first time ever experiencing it. And this is a very, uh, I have a hard time with this word naturopathy. Sure. It does. I've, if that anyway, works. Yeah. So alternative, me- very alternative medicine. So yeah. not only is she a chiropractor, but she also does like um, fertility and yes. um, birthing yes. stuff. Yes. Um, so our she's- wives connected because yours started following her. There one person on was it her? Mm-hmm. I imagine on yeah. Instagram, but also saw that Jen was also following her. Uh, um, and so then those two connected and started talking. 
about kind of all of this stuff. Like, as much as, like, just sorry to interrupt, but no, I was going to say, like, as much as, like, I mean, I shit on, me- at, mm-hmm. like, traditional medicine pretty hard just yeah. because of how fucking gross and business-like it is. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side, like, my sister is always, like, with her her oils and her smells, mm-hmm. and I always call it her witchcraft, yeah. but... I think there's something to some of this shit sometimes. No, I definitely think there's, especially with chiro- chiropractic. Work. Okay, so tell me about it. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I just I watch a lot of chiropractic videos, and I live vicariously <laughs> through them mean? on YouTube. Hold like, on, big neck and back pops because I have such bad back Hold problems. On. You're dude. watching this stuff? Yeah, dude. There's some like really ASMR. S- there are some real <laughs> solid like neck and back popping videos on uh, look, I'm YouTube. not going to kink shame you, but I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so... And then, like, the relief that the people have... Why don't you go try it? Well, I'm I'm getting... I'm probably going to get there. I don't know if I want to go to this particular chiropractor. Sure, sure. Um, but I would definitely go to a chiropractor. So... Because my mid-back is so dude, effed. Dude. If you're just living vicariously through YouTube, go do it. Yeah, because I, I do so many back stretches and stuff to try to get different yeah. back, like to try to help my back and yeah. stuff. Um, and there's this one spot on my mid back. Like it won't. It's it just will. Tight. Nothing. What I nothing I do. Have you ever I had a massage? Ever get it. No, never. Bro. <laughs> what? You got to. I know. I need to. I if really, your back is to. just feeling like that. I mean, who knows? Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they break your back and then you die. And then the show end of the show. Um, but because that's all I care about is the end yeah. of the show. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, dude, every time I've gone, like, I've gone in there just for, like, I mean, it sucks when you have to pay for, you know, a copay, and mm-hmm. then all you go in is they adjust you real quick. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Dude. And then you feel just loose and ready to go. That sounds good. It's real good, that dude. That sounds good. It's You just hydrate. Make sure you're hydrated, mm-hmm. but you always need to do that. And then, I mean, today at work, I finally, I, like, stood up at my desk because I was, like, I, my... my I, when I sit too long, my lower yeah. back starts hurting, yeah. and I was like doing all these stretches at my desk. Those stand-up desks are nice. It's nice. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, everybody knows that you're standing up. I mean, I don't care, yeah. but the one at the county was like this whole rig, mm. and it was like the push of a finger, and oh, the whole and thing slid up. up. Yeah, yeah, it was like on this yeah. track. It was nice. Yeah, the but the. F- the f- that's my first ever stand-up desk so what we have seems like oh that's so cool but yeah. it's pretty janky i mean yeah. it's federal government <laughs> yeah yeah it was cool uh so you gotta go do it all right i i will i I'm will I, my insurance found out covers 20 um 20 sessions a year um with without a copay or with no a copay? A copay of 30 dollars dude worth it totally worth, worth it. it yeah that's what we said like going into this it's like Thirty dollar copay for Wells. If this if if doesn't work, oh well. Worth if it shot. Do, if yep. it does work, best thirty dollars. So how do you feel like after discussion? Like do you have maybe tips and tricks, or like is it like you got to come back here and then you can have your one hour piece? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, so we got there. She started working on him, um, and it's more than just. It's not. It is musk. It is skeletal muscular but also working on uh gastrointestinal like she was she spent a lot of time kind of working and because he has such tight 
he when he clenches, he really activates his core muscles yeah, he's and ripped. his stout his st- <laughs> his stomach just is just always like feels like it's like yeah. not. Oh. And uh we think that she think I mean, we don't really know mm-hmm. yet. She said, I don't really know what's wrong with him, but I can tell I mean she's I agree with you guys that like he's, he's holding he there. seems uncomfortable. Yeah. And for some reason, and she's like, I think I can help. So we'll keep. That's awesome. We'll keep working. And so, yeah, it was really nice because he ever since that he's been he has his normal baby crying, which is what we expect. Right. We can handle normal baby crying. But his this was like just blood curdling screaming for hours on end and he wasn't sleeping and he wasn't. So, I mean, it was just like this is we had like six literally i'm not exaggerating we had like six different people who were unaffiliated all say take him to a chiropractor yeah that's so wild. I, I mean it was like all right well that many people yeah. are saying it because my friend matt took his son there uh-huh. we talked i talked to matt last night and yeah. he's like oh yeah we took uh, we took our son to that and i was like oh wow okay well sounds mm. good um i might as well try it yeah it, so, it annoys me though that like no doctor suggested this yeah, we asked our doctor about it, and the doctor was like, um, you know, don't think it'll really work, but it's not going to hurt. You might, I mean, if you wanted to try it, it's just a waste <laughs> of money is basically what she said to us. And uh, when we, and then so our chiropractor, uh-huh. she asked, which is, it's Coof Chiropractic um, is the company, if anybody's interested. Um, really nice person, has yeah. comes greatly reviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend her to anybody. Yeah. She... Um, she was like, what did the pediatrician say when you brought up chiropractic work? And we basically told her what the chiropractor yeah. said was that essentially it's, oh, you know what? It, it, it might work, probably won't, but you're better off just waiting this out. Yeah. And the, the chiropractor just said, she's like, that's so insulting. I would never say that to an M, like never say that to an MD. Um, that's gross. She just, I don't understand why they would say that about Sorry, I'm just me. And, um, I was going to say that it's good that like, so that's why I'm annoyed, right? It's because like you're you're looking for answers in a place where you feel like you should be getting at least some other recommendations, right? Mm-hmm. But so many places have to just like it's a fucking business. And just real quick, when Jen was dealing with endometriosis and like mm-hmm. I watched this documentary with her a few weeks ago <sighs> called Below the Bell and it has like all these famous producers like Mae Whitman, uh Hillary Clinton, Rosario Rosario Dawson? Yes. Um, And then, like, so they're all producers of this film, and the film is about all these women dealing with endometriosis Mm. and the unwillingness or inability to properly diagnose it. And women go, like, 10 years without a proper diagnosis. That's crazy. And, And so some of these women are, like, sharing some of these stories, their stories. It's, like, four or five women in this documentary sharing their stories. And... It just—I mean, Jen and I were crying the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's fucking sad, um, because they are living. Jen lives with pain every day. It's fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. And when we go to when we went to her doctor prior to going to the specialist, the endometriosis specialist, the doctor was like, "Here, just take these cancer pills." Literally, l- like hollowing your bone density, like cancer medication. Mm-hmm. And Jen said, I was so desperate at the time. Had I not joined this Facebook group, mm-hmm. I would have done it. Yeah. And this Facebook group, just to shout out, is called Nancy's Nook. Okay. 
and Nancy is a nurse, and then she has all these medical professionals in there. So anybody seeking advice regarding reproductive system, primarily endometriosis, this is their place. It's infamous, dude, mm-hmm. for having this information. One doctor told Jen that she needed to have more orgasms that would make her feel better. <laughs> that was a medical. Uh huh. Wow. And they they were and then they have the audacity to shit on alternative yes. forms of medicine. Yes. That's crazy. And they're like, the, we go to the specialist, and he's like, look, the the other hospitals and doctors are going to tell you that it's not a solution to excise the endometriosis. I've been studying this for 20 years. It's the best option to cut it out. Don't let them do it. I will do it mm-hmm. because they use a different technique that scars your insides. And then they were like, no, that's not. We just we, we treat it with medication and pills. So fuck traditional medicine, and I'm happy that you guys are open, one, to explore, but two, that it's, like, kind of giving you a little bit of maybe relief or, like, okay, like, maybe. But I just love the idea of you approaching it as, like, mm-hmm. what's it going to hurt, right? Yeah. Nothing else is fucking working. Let's yeah. give it a shot. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's 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 taking everything with, right? It's getting all the information and yeah. then making it as best of a decision as you can. Like, yeah. we, there's things that the chiropractor said that I'm like, that it makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. And there's other things where the chiropractor is like, Oh, you should probably be thinking about this for changing yeah. a formula. And we're like, you know, we've really looked at that. And I'm like, I don't necessarily like agree with what her, like sure. her suggestion yeah. completely. But we're like, she's like, I want to start you on, uh, I want to start wells on probiotics. We're like, okay, great. Like mm, okay. let's start that. What, what do you recommend probiotic wise? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. got that ordered, but then Aww. she's like, let's switch to, a different kind of um at the same time let's switch to a different kind of formula mm-hmm. that's around goat's milk and it doesn't have lactose we're like well nothing we've researched mm-hmm. and talked to his his doctors have suggested that they anybody thinks that he's lactose mm-hmm. intolerant we're open to switching formulas even though we have like three hundred dollars already in formula in this one particular brand so it'd be, it would really suck if it was the formula but obviously we would change yeah. if, if it was that but yeah. like hey can we isolate var- like for me for i'm sure. like let's isolate variables yeah. first like you. let's do the probiotic and the um uh, and the chiropractor yeah if though if he's still doing yes. it then we'll look at changing yes. formula but why would we switch all three because then, if, then you don't know what was the solution exactly yeah so um Let's isolate. I, like, did, I was just I like, agree. let's just try to. I mean, so it's just like, <laughs> I'm learning how. Like, I've never been someone who takes care of myself with a doctor. Yeah, As our discussion clearly. goes, I don't <laughs> go to the doctor for basically yeah, anything. It's been and I'm me for eighty. I know, right? Years. Like, I I can't remember the last time I went to a doctor. Really? Yeah. I Jake, uh, you gotta go to the doctor, dude. No, I don't. Like, I don't. I other than um. I mean, I think you're relatively healthy. Other than going to. The um, noggin doc. Like eye doctor, um, which I did at America's Best. Yeah. Um, which was just a weird experience. I, I would, mean, you've never done it before? No, I was just weird going into like an uh, a glasses retail place yeah. and then getting an eye exam. I'd always gone to actual optometrists. Oh. I mean, I guess they are technically optometrists. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I went to one at a stanton optical once and the whole thing was done remotely by a doctor over video and he remotely could control all of the the things it was really weird and they got my prescription wait you went into a place and he used a robot yeah he was just 
Yeah, to adjust the little like they're like, what looks better? Three, four, yeah, five, six. He was doing that all remotely, and I could just see him on a video screen. It was trippy. That is weird. Yeah, and they got COVID. No, pre COVID. Pre COVID. Pre COVID. That's just lazy. (laughs) Well, I just like they don't want to. They can't afford the company's not going to pay for an optometrist at each individual. Uh, what is this just a phone booth on the side of the road well Stanton Optical it's basically the cheaper version of America's Best which is America's Best is the cheaper version of like lens crafters yeah. like Jesus. it's um, so I mean America's Best is good I've had good luck with them I used um, to use them all the time yeah I mean prior to having Kaiser mm-hmm. um, because lens crafters is insanely expensive is it oh my god oh like not their worth fr- it. I mean, their frames are ridiculously yeah. expensive. But I mean, they do carry your name brand stuff. Sure. But like for me, I just wear regular like black line same and black, old, black same frame old. glasses. So you still got that kink in your back, dude. I still have that kink in my back. Anyway, yeah, I don't go to the doctor. But uh-huh. um, what was my point being? Oh, it's learning to. I mean, yeah. now so it's like having to advocate for wells and like navigate. And then navigate medic the the medical world for someone when I haven't really ever yeah. done it for myself because my my mom always did it for me and then I never <laughs> did it for myself because once I was old enough to not have to go to the doctor anymore I didn't go. So that, that's not a thing. There's not an age where you don't have to go to the doctor anymore. I know. <laughs> you mean once mom stopped stopped doing like it. counting me and, <laughs> and signing me up for like yeah. for appointments. I don't do it either. Really, mm-hmm. honestly, I mean I go, but that's because Jen tells me to. Yeah, you need to go. Yeah, God well, because Kylie and I have never been on our own insurance, mm. so Kylie couldn't just like set me up with mm-hmm. one. Um, <laughs> like I have saliva glands. Like I have saliva gland stones. Let's go over all your medical <laughs> shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of saliva gland stones? No, is that yeah, a thing? That's a thing. I have what two of them. I have two what does of it them. Do? It's like they're like they start in your lymph glands, and then they're like basically it's like a kidney stone, sure. but in your saliva glands. Um, so you they're have like, those? Mm-hmm. So what I can do they f- do? I can feel them. They just sit there. And so do they, how, what are the like symptoms? Like what does it cause? Every once in a while, like they'll, they'll get inflamed. So I'll get like a big, like hard, um, not, like, but is right there here. a like solution? Yeah. Like, you have to, you can extract them. Oh. Uh, when I went in to have to see about having them extracted, uh-huh. this was like when I was like 25, <laughs> they're like, I about passed out in the, um, I about passed out in the uh, in the for um, nerves. Yeah, because they were talking about they're like, well, it, they're big enough that we can't excise them the normal way, which would be to like pry open the saliva gland, gland <gasps> and then like, oh my basically, god, basically like tube it out like a tube of toothpaste. Yeah, like, um, and I was like, oh fuck, and then, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, they're like, so we're gonna have to surgically remove them, uh-huh. and then we'll pa- just to make sure they don't come back, we're gonna remove that. Um, that gland that's right there yeah it won't and then removing something because you know my biggest fear yeah is yeah yeah like dude i don't lose, knock down with removing it's like, shit. Lo- like losing a limb right yeah. and then like oh my god you're taking something out of me yeah. and then that's when i just they're like are you okay and i just was like i was i got super clammy and as well yeah. like yeah anyway so i only got like that one time and it was after i got <laughs> i was drunk and i got in a fight <laughs> and uh i punched a guy and it gashed my where is it oh right there it gashed my pinky open because mm. i hit his teeth oh Kink. and then it was like bleeding everywhere so then i had to go to the er and then 
I was still drunk, and they were like, they were like, hey, it was in the ER on like fucking Saturday, so it was the worst, dude. Oh my god, I can't so, even imagine. And I'm drunk in there, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, it's like it's like getting to be like two, three in the morning. I'm starting to sober a little bit, but they like numbed it bailed on me for an emergency <laughs> and then came back and was like are you ready to get stitched up i'm like no i can feel everything so they had to numb me again and then once they numb me the second time i was watching them sew me up because i was drunk and i was yeah. like fuck it i'll watch and then i started like getting all clammy and shit and oh, sweaty shit. and they're like are you okay and i'm like i'm good i'm good and then i just stopped watching but that's the only time i really mm. got like with medical shit like i'm gonna pass out yeah <laughs> stupid <laughs> well how many people have you punched in your life I don't know if I, there is a number high enough. Really? <laughs> no, I don't know. How many people have I punched in my life? It's so interesting because I've never punched anybody. Never? No. Sometimes you got to, dude. I know. There's been a lot of times I've wanted to, but I've been too much of a too much I've of a never, puss to I've do never it. like like my brother and I fought hard. Like we like when we fought it was like we knew that we knew a limit. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But we're fighting like we have to. I knocked his two front teeth out one time. Oh wow, jeez! <laughs> if you if you look at him, you can see the bottom half of his teeth were broken. Uh, I punched my brother a lot. <laughs> one time he was acting crazy on the man trip, and I punched him in the head. And then he got like this like knot on his head, and he had to go have it like surgically drained. <laughs> oh jeez, your brother Andrew? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, me and him always fought like hard um but then when came time like him i would go out of my way and i'd I'd pick a fight with him i'm his older brother Mm -hmm. we're gonna fight it sure uh but i don't feel like i've ever really gone out to like just punch somebody right Mm -hmm. well no but i mean you've gotten in clearly you've gotten in fist fights but what i'm saying is like i'm not going out just punching someone right sure there's a reason for someone when i have to punch someone if i get punched in the face I'm going to punch someone. I understand. It's mostly defensive. The most recent time. Did I ever tell you about this? With Jesse's brother? Yeah, you did. <laughs> he, we were just playing basketball on the basketball court, and he he's a wreck, dude. He's He's got issues that I'm not going to disclose mm, sure. on air, right? Yeah. But he came out and played basketball with me and Jesse. It was almost six years ago now. I remember because of my age. Um and he was like, we're playing 21, and he's just on his cell phone, just like, who knows, right? Doing inappropriate illegal actions, I'm sure. Uh, and we're like, dude, are you going to play? And he's like, just hold on. I'm like, fuck it, Jesse. It, we've been there for three hours already. We're, this is our last game. Let's just finish it. So we're playing, we're playing, we're playing. He jumps in, and he's like, all right, scored 0 0 0. I said, fuck that, because Jesse had 17. I just want to end it. I want to mm-hmm. go home. And he's like, what? I'm like, dude, if you want to go fuck around on your phone, go fuck around on your phone. We're not doing it. We're finishing this game up. And I turned and looked at Jesse, and he just punched me in the face. I got mad. Of course. I mean, he sucker punched you. He sucker punched me, but also, I'm 30 years old. Why the fuck is someone punching me in the face <laughs> at 30 years old? Is this Jesse's older brother? It's, his, it's his little brother, but he's my age. Jesse's oh, okay. older than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Kyle's younger than me, but he's still... We were in the same grade. Yeah, I was sure. friends with Kyle first. Okay. And then I was like, Jesse's way tighter. I'm not hanging out with you anymore. <laughs> so... He punches me in the face, and I turn and look at him, and I'm flabbergasted and hulked because I'm 30. Mm -hmm. That is the one. I'm not even mad that he punched me. 
I'm mad that he punched me and I'm 30 years old. For sure. It's like, dude, what are we doing right now? He... I've never seen a, a look of terror on anyone's face like that before, dude. I just turned and looked at him and I said, are you fucking kidding me? And then he, he tried to run and I grabbed him. <laughs> he tried to run and that pissed me off even more. Mm-hmm. And I, I was wailing on him and Jesse just let me. <laughs> and finally, Jesse was like, stop, stop, stop. And I was like, all right. And I was, I was fucking mad. I was saying everything under the sun to him. Were you at a... At a gym. LA Fitness, dude. Oh, really? <laughs> There's all these other dudes in the gym. And uh, he, like, gets up and walks out. And now I feel bad because it's my best friend's brother. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. And he goes, fuck that. He deserved it. If I cared, I would have broke it up sooner. He sucker punched you. But it's always situations like that. Yeah. 99% of the time, it's me running my mouth. Again, this was me running my mouth. I didn't have to be antagonistic i was a little bit like dude if you're gonna be on your phone go be on your fucking phone i mean that's that's ridiculous if jesse's already had 17 points you're not going back to zero and then 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 with the tea thing there's a guy we were at house party and he was like running around the fire pit and almost kept slipping in the fire pit over and over and i'm like dude stop like everybody who lived in the house with me was like telling him knock it off he would not knock it off he just kept doing it i'm like dude if you do it again you gotta go I can't have mm-hmm. you getting hurt. And he did it again. And I guess he was mad at me because I was like mocking him <laughs> earlier that <laughs> night. So he was like trying to like, he, he very much an mm-hmm. alpha machismo uh, yeah, type sure. guy. I can and so then when I was finally like, dude, you got to go. He walked over and punched me in the face. So then we fought. <laughs> I, I'm not asking in a judging way. Yeah. There's this, it's just interesting to me because I... But you're not the first person to say this to me. So then it's like, it, what the fuck is wrong with me? Then no, there's nothing. No, <laughs> absolutely nothing wrong with you. I just have never done it. And there's part of me that w- wishes I had the ability to do it. I Because I there has been so many times where I have taken so much shit and didn't yeah. like defend myself. I fear for the person that gets punched by you if it ever happens. <laughs> I feel like because you haven't, there's, there's this moment, this like blip. In that second, a millisecond of you going, I'm I'm so pissed, I'm going to punch him. And then you go, fuck, this is my chance. This is my shot. <laughs> you got to make it count. If you weak punch someone and you're one chance to do it, that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> but I've had so many. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I've had so many dreams of like me punching someone and them laughing at me like it's not hurting them. Oh, yeah. That'd be bad. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. I don't know. I have definitely have had that. <laughs> fear too of uh, punching someone and then them and not being effective you're, you're in wrist and yeah it's like, oh, <laughs> like kip like, it's like oh, yeah. it hurts my wrist <laughs> oh my but, god but i mean there's i have been around i've been around my friends fighting people and like broken stuff up Really? But I've never been one to fight yeah but i you're like a sweet angel sweet baby angel I suppose. I mean, and now that I'm sitting at almost 32, like I don't, I'm not mad at myself for never have given, been yeah, getting for into sure. a fight. But at the same time, I'm like, I took a lot of shit when I really didn't have to. Yeah. But I think my height gets. I think my height has de-escalated. Not even me being aware sure. of it. I think my height, especially in mm. high school when I was a lot taller than yeah. a lot of other people, I think there was a, a bit Deterrent. of that where, like. 
people would talk shit, but they wouldn't cross the. They, there was like a line that they wouldn't cross mm. or get close enough to me because obviously I have super long ass yeah. arms. My reach would be insane if yeah. I did actually throw a punch, and they had no idea that I would. I had no intention of. They could have done honestly any, anything to me, <laughs> and a lot of people did shit to me that should have elicited a punch. Yeah, and I still didn't do it. Yeah, and I'm mad at myself for not doing that. Sometimes See, when, I'm the on, on, re, on reflection, there's a lot of like you would have punched me. I should have. You would have punched me. I don't think so, dude. I don't think you know the amount of shit I took. Was it that bad? It was bad. Dude, I don't know how you don't punch. I mean, it takes a lot to punch someone, right? Mm-hmm. To the point where I'm not punching someone unless they hit me first. Yeah. And that's always the case. Mm-hmm. Like but I've never been punched either. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. But that's good. Mm-hmm. That's de-escalation. I, I mean, <laughs> I, de-escal- I mean, I guess de-escalation, but internalizing it all and then feeling bad about yourself, I suppose, yeah. is a, it, it got me out of physical violence, sure. but it definitely didn't help ment- my mental state. Yeah. A lot of hugged pillows, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was one time in high school where there was these older guys, older classmen, just douchey group of dudes. And there was someone in my grade who like would always hang out with him thinking he was super tight. And they told him, they're like, hey, go punch Jesse. And I think there was some drama with them and Jesse, but it was super random. But this kid just did it. He just went up and just socked Jesse in the face. And then Jesse was like, what? So then they started scrapping. And this was at school, in high school. And then Jesse seems like a scrapper. Is he a good fighter? He, he could have been, except for what happened was is he, Jesse was wearing a hoodie. And they oh, grabbed the no. hoodie and okay. held it over Jesse's face and then was just punching him in the face. And then finally, we like we broke it up. Mm-hmm. But so then both guys got suspended. And oh, this is so fucked up. <laughs> Jesse had a bruise on his upper lip and it looked like a mustache. I called him Boris for way too long. <laughs> You know, and I'm just giving him shit for getting his ass kicked because I know he would have done all right had he not been in the circumstances Mm -hmm. where he couldn't see. Um, But I remember, you know, we were it was we're all skateboarders and there was this other guy who was like, fuck that guy for doing that. When he comes back, I'm going to get him. And we're like, yeah, sure, whatever. So that first day he comes back from suspension, Joel goes, hey. And he turns around, the guy turns around, and Joel just rocks him in the face and knocks him out. Then they both got suspended. <laughs> so the guy got suspended again. Really? <laughs> for getting punched. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's but crazy. It was kind of a, like, we weren't really the greatest friends with this dude, but he was just so annoyed that this guy had just taken the encouragement mm-hmm. from these douchey upperclassmen to punch Jesse. And Jesse's a smaller dude, but... It was just like it was. Jesse had not done enough to warrant just getting beat the shit out yeah. of him. Was it a skater beef between the upperclassmen? And- well, I mean, might have. I think oh. it, honestly, and Jesse can correct me later. Um, I'll have to ask him. But I feel like it had to do with a girl. Oh, but hmm. like the girl being more interested in Jesse than the upperclassmen, and sure. then yeah. like being like, "Fuck this guy! Hey, go punch him!" But what a douche to go punch him. Yeah, I beat that guy up later too. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. But I, it's, it's just a, I'm just a just a product of my environment. Well, that's what I, that's what I'm like. I guess it's like it's interesting to me because mm-hmm. I did definitely didn't. I was very isolated. I mean, I was just so isolated. Yeah. I was never really in that environment. 
Like I never went to parties. Like I never was around. Oh, dude, drinking. I stopped going to parties because everyone wanted to fight me. I mean, so that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like if I, I'm sure if I were at more parties, I would there would be more opportunities yeah. to get in fist fights. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Jesse would. I, Jesse invited me to a party one time, and this dude who. I, him and I clearly had beef for a long time. Uh, and he, like, tried to spit on me. And I was like, fuck this. I'm never going to a party again. Because he was there with all of his... Dude, they had, like, this little gang. They were called the Lunatics, is what they called oh, themselves. Jesus Christ. But we always called them the Looney Tunes. Nice. <laughs> and, like, dude, I mean, they were to the point where they were, like, shooting guns off in the, like, southeast parks at oh, people. Jesus. And, like, yeah. He came to my house one time to fight me and he was like come outside and i would have done it but i was like i'm not dumb dude and he's like what and i go i know you have your gun with you so i'm not coming outside i'm mm-hmm. not stupid yeah but that's a good call yeah <laughs> that's a good call. Uh, but that's me running my mouth so those those some of those environments was me like if you're gonna talk the problem is mm-hmm. is i guess there's a little chat of machismo here again but if if they want to step in the arena of tongue lashing with mm-hmm. me yeah they're gonna lose every time oh for sure i, mean, I will I, destroy I've, them i've i mean i've just have witnessed it over <laughs> xbox live and people have like said stuff and then you just go at them yeah and you keep going at them <laughs> which is good i mean that's yeah. a form of that's a that's a defense i mean that's right. a defense so right? in this in this in this scenario they're going to come and say things to me mm-hmm. and think it's going to be in their favor when it's a verbal match I'll win every time, mm-hmm. but that pushes them to escalate it to wanting to shoot me, yeah, which that's not good. I have to avoid that. Yeah. I mean, of course <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to beat a bullet, but it's, it's yeah, it's interesting. Like just being in a Southeast Portland kid. I don't want to like, like put that as like a, a stereotype or anything, but definitely an environment for that. And me just being, putting myself in those situations, right. Mm-hmm. Of that environment of having to do that. But but also the people I'm around who are willing to to hear what I have to say and then say, I'm going to punch him. <laughs> 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 Opposed to like Jake in Vancouver is like, I'm not, I'm not going to punch him. That's a bigger man not to punch him. Yeah. That's the fucking, that's a man. You're a man's man, Jake. <laughs> you don't punch nobody. I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Well, thank you for indulging my curiosity. Sorry. Did I go Start? too far? No, not at all. You should, go, I, you should I try enjoyed, boxing. What about I boxing? I enjoyed all of those stories. Um, no. No? No. Why? You don't want to get hit? I mean, yeah, but there's probably a bit of that. Okay. I've never been hit, so like, oh. I don't know what it feels like. We, did, we used to do that all the time. We'd buy we boxing gloves. Oh, and really? like, There was girls who would want to like box some of the dudes. There was one girl. She was a savage. She like... We didn't want a boxer. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, she was tough. Uh, and then we would like one time. I remember this is this. Is, you ever do you know anybody like this who like? I'm sure you do. I was thinking about this today. You have your Hudson's Bay sign up in your in your cubicle. Oh yeah. Never in my life would I ever put anything from high school ever anywhere at all. Mm. So I think it's interesting that you do. Um, but it's just a different experience, right? Like sure. I'm like fuck high school. I don't give a shit about them. If Al- if Alex was on a team for the the current because mm-hmm. she goes to my alma mater, then I would be like, yeah, you know, go Scots or whatever. But otherwise, I'm like, mm, I don't care. But there's this guy. We were out at hanging out with fucking Kyle Geesey, 
and he was like, <clears throat> his name was Kyle, and he's like, do you want to box? And I was like, we don't have gloves. He's like, just bare, bare fist box me. And I was like, okay, sure, stupid, we're idiots. So we're punching each other in the face. And like, I reach, and he backs up, and then he gets me in the jaw. And it didn't knock me out, but it hurt. It didn't feel good. And I fell down, and I was like, all right, we're done. That was, I was 15 years old, probably, 16 years old. Every time I saw that person afterwards into my 20s, always brought that up. That's always weird. brought that up. That's weird and annoying. It's super weird. And so, like, I would actively avoid this person, not because he brings that one thing up, but mm-hmm. because it's like he always brought up things we used to do as, like, punk skater kids. Like, oh, man, remember when we when we got onto the, the, the roof of the high school and skateboarded across the... Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but then, oh, man, remember that time I we barefoot boxed and I beat you? Sure. But then Jesse tells me that same dude is like, man, remember that time we played Call of Duty and I got a higher KD than you? Like, always, always no. just is living in the past. You know anyone like that? Um... Not anymore. Oh, okay. yeah. I know. I mean, For I know sure. of people. I like mean, that. I don't know him anymore, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you, if I ran into him tomorrow, all of that shit would just instantly be like, I don't know. I feel like there's a there's a point in my life where it's fun to reminisce about the shit that we did, or like what Jesse and I do a lot of time because a lot of the shenanigans growing up was with Jesse. But like, we'll take like little one or two like almost like catchphrases from memories or from times. Mm. And those are the references that we make. Um, like, well, I'm sure you've heard us say graveyard. Yeah. We always say graveyard. <laughs> and it's because one time we were filming all our shenanigans and we'd always go to the graveyard at night and then walk around and run around and just be silly or like poop on people's doorsteps and stuff. And I remember I was had the camera and I was getting it ready and then I set it down and I was in the bathroom and I went to the bathroom and then like I got the camera up and ready and was going to record as I walked out of the bathroom. I pressed record. I opened the door and Jesse's right there in the doorway and he just goes, graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like that is our little reference mm-hmm. to like a time, sure. right? Yeah. It's not like, oh, remember the time we went to the graveyard and we were on the roof of the graveyard and we were star gazing and all this stuff. And it's just he just says graveyard and it instantly brings back all of those silly things. Sure. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Those are, it's fun to have those. It's fun to have those. I have those with Good. certain people. Too. Yeah. I, I imagine most people do, but it's it's those individuals who want to harp on <laughs> the whole long, drawn-out story of, yeah, I beat him once in bare-knuckle bare, bare boxing. And I know he tells other people that, and, it, and now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm so annoyed by it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Kyle. His name was Kyle as well. Of course, his name was Kyle. So many Kyles. Did he wear a monster energy drink hat? One hundred percent, he did. Nice. Yeah. I I I I figured that that's probably the the way he went. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And and who was I talking? I was talking to someone, either Cheyenne or Alex, recently about like those decision making, like at pivotal points. You know, I was a punk skater kid, and I went to high school parties, and I gotten fisticuffs, but everyone else past that point went to heroin went to fucking meth went to gnarly gnarly things and it's just like and we were talking to cheyenne i remember mm-hmm. now because we were talking about choice making yeah and just one choice here and there completely diverts me from those from that life mm-hmm. to college you know what i mean yeah to to 
grad school to having a family with you know Shiny mm-hmm. and Jen. And then you see these other things, dudes wearing monster hats and then just smoking weed every day and then looking for that next high and then injuring themselves and getting on oxy and then that's not enough and then getting into heroin. And you'd be you'd be amazed at how many people like that I know that I was friends with that got into that shit. Yeah. Just little choices. For sure. It's crazy to me how many people do recreational drugs. Yeah. Like, not just like marijuana, mm-hmm. but like people who just do cocaine yeah i had no idea me neither no idea there was a point where like i was going to the gym all the time and like just like meet new people and like there were people at the gym who were just like dad dude i fucking did so much blow last night and i'm like what like i remember the first time i ever saw cocaine <laughs> i was like with this guy and he was like he, we went, he was like, hey, come come to the bars. We'll go bar hopping or whatever. And it was like midday. It was like 1 o'clock. And he was like, meet me at this bar. We'll play pool. I was like, cool. So we meet him there. And he's like, hey, we got to run back to my place real quick. And then, I'm not even joking. <laughs> he, we go to his house. And he pulls out like this mirror, like a body mirror. Like one that you would look at your whole body with. And he just pulls out cocaine. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, coke? And I was like, cool. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> I text my ex-girlfriend. We had just broken up, and I was like, "You gotta fucking, you gotta get me out of here." <laughs> she came pick me up. Really? I was that like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's a dude. It's a, it's weird. People you wouldn't even think do it, and oh, then yeah. they're just like, "Oh yeah." I mean, uh, and then when they're around you, they don't I mean they don't talk about it. So you would have no idea yeah. unless you saw them in their <laughs> circle in which they do it. Yeah, that they do it, and you're just like, "Oh my god!" Like. That's one thing. There's so much more cocaine out there than I thought there was. Not just cocaine, dude. Like, everything. And I'll say, like, being downtown and seeing just how much drugs there is, like, all over. Oh, my all God. All over the place. I see people shooting up all the time down there. I saw someone doing it, like, a few days ago. It bums me out, dude. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, there was an interaction I had with an individual when I was shadowing you can I'll cut this if you think it's too much but I don't think he was uh, on drugs or anything he was just coming in for to take care of what we do mm-hmm. and he was talking about living outside and not having a home and it was just such a positive interaction mm-hmm. it made me feel good yeah and it, it just like I feel like so many so many times you can have such a negative perception of of the people around downtown and their struggles mm-hmm. um but then just having this one because there was another interaction where an individual was clearly not of right mind and kind of throwing a fit. And that bums me out. Mm-hmm. But then you have this interaction about somebody who's like, I, I, I don't have a home. I'm looking for some assistance and all that stuff and talking about other programs that they're trying to work through. And then they like tell you your whole life, their whole life story about the true sadness of their history and things that they've gone through. And you're just like, I don't know. It's. It's nice to have a positive interaction with people like For that. For sure. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, I think you're totally fine. That's, okay. pretty, that's pretty generic. I was keeping it generic uh, on purpose. The, um, I, mean, I, was, yeah. I was just saying that as a preface in case I slipped up and said something like his name was uh, Symmetra. <laughs> For, For sure. The... Um, yeah, it's you get a lot of that. Eventually, you'll start to real you'll start to memorize the homeless shelter addresses. Okay. Um. So then, when someone hands you their ID, and then you're like, oh, six fifty Irving, like mm. one uh one eleven uh, Northwest Irving Street. Yeah. Like, or ten, uh, it's like six fifty Northwest Burnside. Okay. There's like um you'll start to recognize like the local 
homeless shelters that yeah. they use for their mailing addresses. Um, and then they put those on their ID. Oh, um, so, that, so it's, uh, so you'll start, cool. you start like, so then you like someone hit like, Oh, do you have ID? And they hand it to you. And you're like, okay. Like, and you're kind of like, okay, I know this guy's like, no, this guy's homeless. Yeah, and yeah. like, and then you start a lot of times I'll, I'll start to, I'll really change my, how I phrase things. Okay. Um, just a tip for sure. I just feel like it's nice to have that refreshing interaction because I feel like sometimes, you know, working in the, with the public and I know I got this way at the County you can get burnt out by such negative interactions. Um, but I feel like that one interaction is enough to inspire me to, to continue to do good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Definitely. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of times where people are really like, they don't like, they, they're embarrassed to say that they're homeless. Sure. So you'll get, so it's, it's a lot of times if someone would be like, Hey, so like, let me update your mailing address for your SSI. And they're like, oh, okay, well, 650 Northwest Irving. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, um, can you receive, like, are you sure you can receive mail? Mm-hmm. Like, are you receiving mail there? Is that, is that fine? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when like, then I won't ask them like, okay, well, what's your physical, like, what's your physical address? Sure. Because then they'll be like, well, you know, I'm on the street. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And it gets kind of awkward for them. And stuff sure. like that. But, um, I'm like, okay, well you can get mail there and mm-hmm. everything. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I'm like, okay, well it, it gets there in about two days. So mm-hmm. you just want to make sure you stop by and, um, Make check. sure in yeah. check. Yeah, um, so. that's super cool. I saw something. Something was, and, and they really appreciate. They seem to really appreciate that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's Not, good service. Yeah, because I don't like the. I mean, a lot of times I think they think like when they admit that they're homeless, that people are going to look down on them. Right. And so, like, I always try to make sure that there isn't that kind of. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, and like you know having conversations with other people just about like not just that not just here but in previous jobs like when people feel like or it's weird that when they're they feel like or they have come with this approach of like if i come at them with more aggression i mean they get exactly what i want <laughs> it's like that's not gonna work dude. no and if you'll, you'll also get a lot of lies Oh, uh, i would imagine yeah there's a lot of people who will just like flat lie to you to get, yeah. what, you get what you want and then it's like for at first it's like god they're lying to me like and then you want to get mad at them Personal. like someone's like yeah. lying to me but then you realize they're lying to you because they have a need yeah that's desperate yeah. they need that they need met and yeah. even though it might be their fault that they're not getting their check yeah i have to remind myself like that check is the only thing that keeps them basically like fed sure. or ho- or housed yeah without that check regardless of whose fault it is if yeah. they don't have that they're in a, they don't have, they have no, like they have yeah. no savings. Yeah. They have nothing to fall back on. So it's like understanding that what they're, cool they're desperate. System. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, just like, as far as like uh, providing that mm-hmm. FDR dude. Yeah. Little, little rascal. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's, <laughs> I mean, we, we can nitpick about it not being enough or yeah, whatever. For sure. Absolutely. But at the same moment, it it's there and there are a lot of countries that are one that do have better social safety nets in the United sure. States, but there are a lot of countries, a lot of people who are on SSI, especially SSI aged individuals mm-hmm, who, mm-hmm. who came here late in life, yeah. um, never worked because they were already over retirement age, but do become citizens yeah. that are eligible for SSI yeah. aged. Um, and that other than that SSI, like they don't receive anything right. and the countries they came from, like there's Didn't literally not nothing there for them. There's yeah. literally nothing there yeah. for them. So, um, you'll, you'll get that a lot, a lot of, a lot of the, probably the early claims you take will be sure. like Somali, um, okay. yeah. a lot of Somalis, some, uh, Syrians, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, that's why I do it. That's why I sought a 
career in public service was because of those interactions because of you know, it makes me feel good to help people. That's the only reason I'm doing it. Self-serving. Yeah, it, it is. It is rewarding. Yeah, there is a. It is rewarding when you you um when somebody has a good experience yeah. with you and you're able Absolutely. to get them what they need. So. Um, dude, we're just a little chatty Cathy's today. For sure. What do you want to talk about? Because there's some things I want to talk about. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about. So, um, just it doesn't have to be super long. Sure. But it's just something that really annoyed me, and it's something that has really like. Ooh, um, I love when you're annoyed. <laughs> something that really like I had I had to take I had to re- I've been really reflecting on this one because I've had a lot of time mm. awake and reflecting because <laughs> um, I have nothing else to do <laughs> except for care for a potato. Yeah. Is um the I watched them. I'll pref- I'll start with this. I watched the movie Prey. Okay. And for those of you who don't know what the movie Prey is, I'm sure there's other movies out there called Prey, mm-hmm. but it's P-R-E-Y, not yeah. P-R-A-Y. So it uh, it is part of the... It's like a, almost like a reset or a spinoff of the Predator, okay. Alien Predator universe. Sure. Sci-fi universe. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with like the main story arc or anything like that. It's just kind of like a one-off film, mm-hmm. but it's without a doubt the best film in the franchise that I have seen. I haven't seen all of the films in the franchise. Have you seen the original? I have. I, I think, don't think I've even seen that. I think it's better than the original. Oh wow! Um, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, I mean, I've I mean heard that's nothing it. but good things. The first one, right? It's classic. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. It's Arnold's it, man. it is machismo, right? It is it is much it is absolute machismo. <laughs> it has Jesse Ventura yeah. uh, in it, who is. Um, like a WWE wrestler. He was yeah. an ex-Navy SEAL crackpot dude, but he has that whole thing where he gets like shot in the beginning of the movie and they're like, they're like, we need, we need to bandage you up. And he's like, I don't got time to bleed. It's like, it's a famous, it's, I've I don't heard know. That. Yeah. It's like a famous line. It comes dude. from that movie. So it's like, there's a lot of like classic sure. love for that movie. Yeah. But in terms of like a I movie, think Jen's dad loves it. Yeah. In yeah. terms of a movie in a story though, mm-hmm. Prey is amazing, like beats it, okay. I think. And okay. anyway, so what it is, is it takes place in um, early 18th century, so early 1700s, mm-hmm. um, North Northern Plains, Native American. Pre-contact? Uh, no, post-contact. Okay. Uh, but early westward, early westward exploration. I assume that was just Not really, not settlement yet, sure. but um, fur trade, exp- um, French fur trade okay. exploration into the Great Plains. It, it follows... Um, it's part of the. It follows a sounds com- pretty historically accurate. A dude. band of Comanche uh, warriors. Yeah. Outside of the no, fact I'm that there is like an alien, pr- <laughs> no. But here's the thing: that outside of the alien predator yeah. part, yeah, you remove that, which I mean, obviously, it makes it's the story, right? right? You can't remove it. But everything else, if you were to put everything else minus the predator part into a vacuum, yeah, incredibly historically accurate. Okay, that's very accurate. Cool. They cast one thing I love: they cast all Native American. Um, to play natives. Actors to okay. play natives, which you would think would be something that would just be so something well, normal dude. to do. <laughs> yeah. But they did, yeah. and it works. Okay. And it makes it so much more authentic. Who would have That's thought? Cool. Like, I mean, we're not even that far removed from Jake Gyllenhaal playing the Prince of Persia. Oh, dude, not even just that. Like, blackface and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, in 2012, there was a movie called Prince of Persia, yeah. cast, and they cast Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Like, the whitest Anglo dude to what play. What about, like, Death Note? Death Note is a Japanese anime, and then when Netflix does it, it's a white blonde dude. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 
So it was a it was refreshing to see actual native actors right. playing a native role. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragon Ball Z, that movie. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Same with the Avatar: The Last Avatar, Airbender. Yeah. Um, Shit, we can keep going. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Hollywood doesn't have a great track record, yeah. but for this particular movie, Hulu, it's on Hulu if anybody wants to watch it. Um, and it follows not a Comanche male warrior, mm-hmm. but the sister of the war chief okay her brother becomes the war chief Mm. um in the middle of like in the early part of the movie his sister wants to be a warrior and so she's always kind of following her brother and the other male warriors out Mm -hmm. on are they hunting parties people in this movie what's that are there anglo people in this movie french french fur trappers eventually they come in like probably two-thirds of the way through the movie um and so she's out with, and that was her first time ever. That was the first contact that her particular band had with French fur traders was okay. in this movie. Anyway. Gotcha. Um, so she turns out to be like, she's the main character after the predator starts doing his thing. Um, Is he hunting them? He's hunting. He's on earth hunt, trying to find the top predator to kill on earth like part of the part of the part of the the predator ethos ethos cult like their culture if you like in within the universe yeah is that they go to all these different inhabited planets Mm. as a rite of passage for their warrior culture to kill the the biggest predator how is that story told on that planet how do you know that Hmm? how is that story throughout the Alien versus oh, Predator. Is that why he's got to fight Arnold, dude? Yeah. Dang. Arnold Arnold is the main predator. So and it, eventually he after killing like a big bear, a wolf, all of these like um other other animal predators, yeah. he's like, humans are the biggest predator. Mm. And so he starts hunting the humans and uh he starts killing the f- the French fur trappers and then he ends up anyway, I won't spoil anything. Yeah, please but don't, the because um, everyone tells me I need to watch it. It's an amazing movie. But there are so my point being what annoyed me yeah. is that everybody was like, This is not it's such a woke movie because there's oh, no, no there was no women warrior in Comanche culture and therefore this is like a this is just Hollywood being woke again. And there's no way she would, not only would she be able to take down a predator, she wouldn't even be in the position to do so because the Comanche, um, the Comanche culture would never let her fight. And I'm like, and then the act, the actual, it's like those weren't, that's just not like knuckle draggers on the internet. Yeah. Those got loud enough that the actress herself addressed the um ad- addressed the claims that a yeah. woman couldn't be in that role. Yeah. And she was like, that's absolutely. She's like, that is absolutely false. She's like, I'm not Comanche. I'm Sioux. Yeah. But I can tell you all of the majority of the Plains tribes had women warriors. You know who knows the most about Native (laughs) history? (laughs) White guys on the internet. And and so she's like, I did all of... And she was like... um, She's like, I... She praised Hulu because Hulu, like, not only did they cast all Mm -hmm. Native actors, they had Natives... Um, they had native historians resources like bringing in knowledge to be like this is that's cool these are the types of bows that they would have used in this particular time and this is the kind of stuff that they would have been doing to try to make it as authentic and lived in as possible for a predator movie right (laughs) it it was so refreshing which made that movie feel so much more real okay was that it it was like 
literally drop Predator into an actual time set right. piece, which was really cool. That sounds unlike, cool. Damn unlike, it. I'm unlike, have to watch unlike it. Call of Duty dropping laser beam guns into their World yeah. War II game. Like you don't have, Stupid. you don't, there's no anachronisms, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Which, yeah. um, so I really, I really liked it, but it annoyed me that what annoys me is mm-hmm. that we can't suspend anytime we can suspend belief that Arnold, a, like a white, male bodybuilder could take down right or anytime it's a, it's someone that looks like me mm-hmm. i can suspend belief that that person can do xyz in a sci-fi film you can suspend belief that children are going to another dimension and continuously living through demogorgons and fucking mm, right <laughs> but as long as it looks like me that's something yes. that's that like oh that's that's fine i'm not gonna i'm not gonna I'm not going to nitpick the historical the, the historical accuracy. Like I'm not going to his- nitpick the Stupid. historical accuracy. Yeah. But as soon as it, it's a woman or a person of color, mm-hmm. that seems like it's out of whack in a fictional setting. Mm-hmm. Then they want to be historically accurate police. Sure. So they started like, oh, there's no way women don't women weren't f- like frontline fighters for mm-hmm. the Comanche culture, which in actuality they weren't like. They weren't warriors per se, mm-hmm. because warrior and Comanche. I I went and did all my own research. Oh, shit. Here women, we go. women and Comanche. If we're Good. gonna, if we're gonna, if we're yeah. gonna nitpick, right? Yeah. Women and and this is where like Hulu was absolutely right in their portrayal of this character. Mm-hmm. Comanche, a warrior for Comanche culture was like a uh, profession. When you were a warrior, that was what you did, right? So you were always like that was your job fighter, was to be training. a warrior. Yeah. Women. We're allowed to fight when there was like for de- for defense or even going on raids. They would go on raids with their f- if their family member was a warrior, mm. their like husband was a warrior. Wives would be fighting with them, Whoa. but they weren't considered warrior profession. Warriors. But they did fight as warriors. Mm. But they were also at home. They were like homemakers, mm-hmm. gatherers, medicine, like medicine, other stuff other than just being one warrior profi- profession but of they the did fight yeah in this portrayal of this particular character she wasn't a warrior oh. she was like an assist she was being she was assisting on party on like the yes. warrior party she was ass- with her dog as being a tracker a common she was, enemy she was being an ass- she was an assistant to the warriors in the village so like they portrayed her accurately but because of the predator coming in and wiping out the warrior band she was forced into fighting it oh. and so they were they were mad that it's like well she she wasn't a warrior like well she wasn't portrayed as a warrior also but, but the we're sitting there predators but, murdered everybody but who cares right it's a predator movie <laughs> like you're that's you're gonna nitpick well uh, uh, man that i would have been fine if it was a male that was fighting but as soon as you got the women fighting the the predator yeah. that's i that's so historically accurate i can't I can't get on board with that. I'm going to use like, this really? episode to get a portrayal of me fighting the predator. <laughs> You've heard my fight stories. <laughs> we can be historically accurate. I'm going to be the alpha male that it's going to fight. Yeah, but as soon as it's not someone who like looks like you, that's when they're like, "Oh, it's woke." They're just you can't suspend really like you can't suspend belief in a sci-fi movie. Yeah, a fucking sci-fi movie. I get it. It's like, right, you've got a, a historically accurate portrayal like a movie like Lincoln. Yeah. And you changed a character completely around, yeah, right? Yeah. 
I would be like, okay, I could understand being a little frustrated with that particular decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in these types of movies, it just always crops up that these knuckle draggers are always like, they want to play historically accurate police yeah. when it's ridiculous. I mean, there's no, I know there's, there's more. no point. I just can't think of them, but that's always the case. Mm-hmm. It's always the, oh, this movie's too woke. Even, uh, even, uh, I mean, this is completely just insane, but, oh, uh, uh Thor, um, Love and Thunder. Mm. Uh, this movie's too woke, and, and Taika's taking a shit ton of heat for it being, quote, too woke. He said he's not doing another Thor movie because people didn't like it, so he's like, I think I'm out of ideas. Like, this is, this is kind of what I was thinking about would be fun to do, but nobody liked it. But, Korg is a character who is an alien made of rocks, and he talks about in his species, there are no females. It's a fucking alien. That's a rock. (laughs) There are no females, but so what the men do to procreate is they hold hands over a, a, a fire or like lava pit fire and then as their rocks melt it creates another being and people are like gay oh you're gay that's ridiculous <laughs> it's like dude it's an alien and uh, just like any portrayal of anything other than what they perceive to be normal yeah is in a science fiction Film yeah, anything is out of yeah. line. Anything that anything that goes against their high their their high school U.S. history course that they took thirty years ago, yeah. their remembering of that. Mm-hmm. If it goes against their vision of what America was yeah. during that time, it's well. I would appreciate it if more people applied their history education to fucking history and not science fiction films, right? <laughs> Stupid. It's like this this science fiction film, this is where you're going to like Yeah, die. This is the hill you're gonna die on. Yeah. It's two rock dudes making a baby. Oh man, it's too culturally woke or it's too <laughs> historically woke. Like what? Are you like they're changing history due to sci fi movie? Yeah. It it the, just so you know, the predator did not come here. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So but, but you're shitting on the movie because you're like, ah, oh, this Yeah. This chick won. This was a great movie, but I just cannot accept the fact that they yeah. were historically accurate with their representation of a woman in Comanche culture, yep. even though they actually weren't. Yeah. I, I got to watch it I now. Hate, I hate people, but you really should. Everybody should watch that okay, movie. Okay, I'll watch it. I, it's been I've a been long time. i Morbius, dude. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> dude, how is it possible that Jared Leto literally played the, like played in the each franchise, like each franchise's worst movie? Like what else? He he was Joker in Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad's terrible, but I liked him as Joker. He was good in Joker, yeah. but he just happened to play in, in the both worst in the worst movie for both yeah. franchises. Wasn't he in another movie or not? No, he wasn't. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was okay. Um, but Morbius might be. Did you I, watch it? No, but I've heard it's terrible. So I've I've read that it. Clay I've was read people just on me because I watched it. it. I got the same reaction as you gave me when you said Morbius. And I'm like, yeah, why not? We just put it on. We watched it. I mean, you've already, you've seen every other, you you have seen basically every other th- title right. that has come right. out in Marvel. So right. you have to watch it. So going into it, I thought this movie is going to be trash and I'm not going to like it. But you know what? We're kid free night. Let's just pop it on. Sure. 
because I was expecting such trash, mm. it was better than I expected. That's how I that's how I came to the same conclusion over that Mortal Kombat movie. The new one. The new one. I haven't seen it. I was like, this is going to be so bad. Yeah. And I left thinking, that was entertaining. Yeah. That's what I think. It's not the best movie, but it's definitely not the worst. Mm-hmm. It might be the worst. Uh, honestly, I thought uh, uh, Venom 2 was worse than Morbius. Did that have Tom Hardy in it? Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson was Carnage. Oh. I love How Woody do you Harrelson. mess up that casting? It was not good. That's too bad. And I feel I like Tom, that, I like Tom Hardy. I mean, Tom Hardy's a stud, but I think that movie was way worse than Morbius. Hmm. But maybe because I thought, oh, maybe this will be kind of cool, them doing Carnage. And I went in with higher expectations than I did Morbius. But because Venom 2 sucked so bad, I didn't have any expectations for Morbius, and I kind of enjoyed it. Hmm. Okay. So just go into every movie assuming it's going to suck. Because mm. Thor was underwhelming because Thor's like my favorite Avenger. So like when I saw it. Oh, you didn't. You were underwhelmed with Love and Thunder. I was. There were people at work who were like, are big fans of that. Yeah. They were like, Love and Thunder is going to be such a great movie. And I'm like, they're like, do you watch Marvel? And I'm like, no. And they're like, how could you not watch Marvel? Like, <laughs> it's, it has Jeff Goldblum and it has. That um, was Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnarok is the shit. So I mean, I don't know. I haven't Ragnarok watched any of these. Ragnarok is amazing. And they're like, and it's, but then, they, but then they said Taika, like, and it has Taika Taika's in that one Taika too. Taika Waititi directing. Yeah. And then they're like, how could you not love this movie? And I'm like, well, I do like Taika Waititi. Yeah. I he think, plays Korg. Oh, okay. he's he the does. rock character. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's hilarious because he's got a little uh, 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 Kiwi accent. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Taika Waititi, if you get a chance to watch Jojo Rabbit, we were just talking mm-hmm. with our old professor, Dr. Donna Sinclair, about it. And yeah. She hasn't watched it. Trying to convince her to watch it. This Donna, is your annual I reminder. I know you're listening. Everyone if you else. do listen to this episode, Donna, I, this is another reminder. Watch Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. It is so pinpoint accurate. Yeah. I forgot about that clip, you're, that moment you are talking about with him talking about manhood with his mom. Like his mom puts on her on the dad's like yeah uniform yeah so good yeah yeah so good it's so damn good um dude it's already been an hour bro that's crazy one thing I want to bring up I know you got family here oh Kylie's happy to hang hang okay um let me I took two notes uh went to the Timbers game that was fun. So then I bought tickets for my birthday nice. to the Thorns. Um, so that's what we're doing for the, my oh, birthday. I saw you post Thorn. Did you post that you bought Thorn tickets? Yeah. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. I can't wait. It's it's a different environment. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Soccer is different. I, like I told you, first thing I told you was I miss. It got me more excited for going to the Blazer games, and I'm excited yeah. to go to the Blazer games. But then I was also like, you know what? I think I want to go watch the Thorns again. So we're going to go do that for I my birthday. I love life sports. Dude, it's the best. Except for like baseball, I you've just, never been to an MLB game. I've never been to an MLB game. I haven't. But you know what? If I go, then I'm gonna have to be a fan and just be all in. Yeah. So I. Pfft. My favorite sport and NFL football. Uh-huh. Worst sport to see live. Really? Yeah. I. It's just. It seems underwhelming. Well, when, when it's when it's on the TV. Yeah. And it looks impressive. You're right in there. But when you're yeah. like. Because you're so far back from the field, yeah. even front row, you're pretty far back from yeah. the field. And a three-yard run yeah. looks impressive when you're looking at it from like that top-down yeah. view because you can see all of the moving pieces. Mm-hmm. From 
the sidelines, it literally like 75% of the plays literally look like 22 dudes just jumping on top of each other. Oh. It's really hard to even know what's going on most yeah. of the time. How many have you been? Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. It's just Jets. Not, yeah, okay. Jets Seahawks okay. in um Seattle. Once? Once. Okay. I'm going to go this year because they do play in Seattle again. Oh, yeah. But I need, I mean, I have to go watch the Jets. So. Yeah. Is it, isn't it spendy? No, because the Seahawks are so bad. They're going to be so oh. bad this year that the tickets are actually pretty. Maybe the Jets will win. Maybe. The Jets are also bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, live sports is the shit. Um, someone I was talking to recently was like, I want to go to a soccer game. So hmm. I can't remember who it was, but I'll remember who you were and we'll go because being there is way different. Yeah. Um, Timbers is wild. It's wild. It's obnoxiously wild. I prefer the thorns. Hmm. Not just because of the atmosphere, but because of the product on the field. All the flopping and the men's, just enough. Just play the game. Just play the game. Um, well, our U.S. women's soccer is light years above men's yeah, soccer, yeah. too. So, And there's a ton of Olympic athletes on the thorns. Mm-hmm. Not just for U.S., but... Uh, Sinclair's like the star of Canada. Yeah. Product, so product is huge. Yeah, I mean that's honestly one of the reasons why like WNBA would be really hard to like sure to watch unless you are a big fan of like fundamental basketball. I am, but if you but if you're <laughs> I mean like and I would enjoy watching WNBA yeah on a live venue. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I would like for me turning it on and TV? actually getting watching it no. on TV. No, it's and it's not just because of women. It's like. College ball, I can't stand it. Yeah, I can't. If I wanted to Mitch Call, up and watch a bunch of missed jumpers, I'll just go to the gym. I cannot remember the last time I watched myself. a men's college basketball game. Yeah, it's. I don't bad, think I've dude. ever watched it. The women's college basketball is actually better to watch because mm-hmm. it's actually fundamental, mm-hmm. and they actually play good set half court offenses. Yeah. like watching UConn back in the day yep. with Gino Oriema, um Pat Summit with Tex, uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Tennessee when she had Candace Parker. Mm-hmm. Like I watched all of those tournaments in oh, high wow. school because college women's college basketball far better product than men's college men's. basketball. But once you get to the pros, dude, it's really not comparison. There's yeah. really no comparison in, yeah. in the athleticism. Sure, the ability to fly like flying above the rim, mm-hmm. the speed in which the game is played at. Yeah. Um, the men's game is just. I will always regret not seeing Sue Bird play live. This is her. Last yeah, she season. just got knocked out. I read the aces knocked out. Oh, of oh the, playoffs. the playoffs. Yeah, I think you meant like knocked oh. out. Yeah, her season's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she lost in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. But she's the goat, so who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, last thing, real quick. I just, I don't know how much time we can spend on this. Probably a lot, but Biden gave a speech last week. Which one? The Labor Day speech or the, the one in front of Independence Hall? The one in Independence Hall. Sure. I didn't see Labor Day. We didn't talk about the Independence Day speech on air. Um, I want I want I want to address bias here because I feel like w- the left or me are getting called out for having bias for not calling uh, Portnoy's calling everybody out for not addressing the optics. You had mentioned it, and CJ had mentioned it, but that that's the last thing that even came to my mind. Why is Portnoy getting in the room? Oh, he it? is shitting on everybody because he t- tweeted that – he tweeted something like, this reeks of uh, Soviet-era 
communism and uh, Nazi fascism. Just, oh, dude, I want to say shut up and dribble the Dave yeah, Portnoy. Yeah. Dude, stay in your lane. Yeah. Um, Dave Portnoy, uh, founder and president of Barstool Sports, yeah. for those of you who don't know. Hmm. For him to make that claim and historical ties, that's what got it for me. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Because if, you know, it's because like Biden like kind of put his hands down on the on the podium when he had said something or like or or just made that motion and the photo captured him coming down. You know, he makes that motion, right, with the two fists coming down. Maybe he didn't hit the table, maybe he did. But when you take a still image and you're saying this is the this is the entire representation of the speech that was given. Of a twenty five minute speech. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just yeah. I and like people are just like, no, it looks so bad. Like honestly if this was Trump, people would be saying it looks so bad. If it was Trump, for me, the difference is the fascist language that you're yeah, saying the behind con- the Yeah, the, yeah the, con- the content mattered. Yeah. Absolutely, the content of the speech matters yeah. 100%. Yeah. The only legitimate, the only legitimate complaint optically yeah. that, I've, that I find to be, to have merit military? is to having the military yeah. behind him. Yeah. But even that, like, yeah, we can nitpick there. Yeah. But he's not the first president to have military in like in the shot, right? Yeah. They're saying, well, this is a political speech. I don't think this is a political speech. He's not... There was a couple things of saying this is what my administration has done. Mm-hmm. But most of it was a call, like a general call to unity. Yeah. It wasn't a campaign speech. Right. In having the military behind him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trump gave his um, gave his uh, mm-hmm, acceptance mm-hmm. speech at the White House. Yeah, that's far more of a breach of politics into the mm-hmm, role of presidency mm-hmm. on a public in the public sphere. Right, far more than having two Marines in uniform behind mm-hmm. him at Independence Hall. Right. I mean, there has been a lot of call. Like, I viewed <laughs> maybe this is my own bias. Sure. But the content and the way that it was delivered, I view this speech by Biden as more of a um, of a West Wing style address mm-hmm. where the president walks. You, you always see the president walking down the hall of the West Wing mm-hmm. and they stand at that podium and they give like it's usually like matters of 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 national defense or mm-hmm. national security stuff that like affects us all as americans Mm -hmm. and i think that was the message he was trying to give off sure so i wouldn't necessarily call it a political speech yeah but what was frustrating is abc cbs nbc Mm -hmm. none of them carried it they all showed law and order um (gasps) in some like other like non-prime time uh like reruns of shows instead of airing the president's speech trump sells dude yeah, I mean, if I'm telling you, if that was Trump, they probably carry it. Absolutely, so, viewership. Yeah, I mean, that's disappointing about Portnoy. Yeah, I mean, he, he's not. He has tried to mm-hmm. make himself look like a nonpartisan, even though he's been on Tucker Carlson. He's had Tucker Carlson on his uh, on his pizza review yeah. before. He's had Sean Hannity on a pizza review. Mm-hmm. I think I can't remember. I might be wrong on that, 
but I know he's been friendly with Tucker before. He's very much interviewed in that Donald Trump. In that, yeah, he has interviewed Donald Trump. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's just a frustrating. Take. It's, like, it's a bad take. I feel like for Portnoy, he loves being the troll, mm-hmm. and so this this spirals into people saying you're out of your fucking mind to compare this to fascism or or soviet era communism or whatever it is you're trying to mm-hmm. draw these connections to um and then he wants to double down and then he'll make a video saying you guys are so dumb if you can't see how bad that this looks and it's like we're not just looking at the images dave did you watch the speech because the the words that are spoken change what you're looking at mm-hmm it's simple fucking uh i don't even know what the term is but when you're when you're using all your senses to consume a, a medium right mm-hmm. the context changes yeah you look at a picture you see him kind of making the motion with two fists down you're like that doesn't look good but then you hear him as he's doing it saying we need to unite as a country and we need to be better oh shit maybe he's not a fucking dictator it's just weird, dude. Yeah. It just annoys me. And it's not just him, but it's everybody trying to frame this imagery as being dictator-like while supporting and backing somebody who stole fucking secret files. Someone who tried to overthrow a legitimately held election. Yeah. What's more Soviet-era communism than rigging elections? Yeah. Or pounding a fist on a pulpit? Mm-hmm. Shitting on people that are different than you. <laughs> I would say, like, I don't know why they had the red behind him. For sure. Like, what? It just but, optically shot, it doesn't. Though, wasn't there blue lights on the edge? There was white and blue on the it's, edge. That's why. But what do you put? Blue in them or white in the middle? This isn't France, bro. Or just don't put <laughs> any of them. Don't don't put any like any of the lights colors. The red looks. Rainbow. The red looks terrible. Okay, fine. I'd be more fine with a rainbow <laughs> than a, the red because the red. I'm like, somebody's going to screen... Like, when I saw it, I'm like, somebody's going to screen grab this and say it looks satanic. And, yeah, exactly yeah. What, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, I, I'm, I'm down for that, dude. I like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there's like... Well, it's so funny to me. Like, right, QAnon, they, they call him Dark... There's, like, this whole thing about Dark Brandon. So he's... Um, he's no. He's like this mastermind puppet. But then he's also this... Bumbling moron. Bumbling moron. How He can't be both in your world. How... Your, your in world, their world, he can be. It makes no fucking sense. But in their world, Donald Trump is also still president. Yeah. So then they can't complain about anything. Because if Donald Trump is president, then this is all by design. Yeah. But no. <laughs> I I don't... Yeah, I don't... That's really disappointing about... Um, Dave? About Dave. But yeah. what did you think? I mean, what did you think about the speech overall? I mean, dude... Uh, the biggest thing to me, like, he could have gone off. Like, everybody's kind of um, tripping about uh, the imagery and the language. Oh, oh, and everyone wants to talk about how, um, because, I mean, honestly, I, I just started looking a little bit into um, midterms. It doesn't look good for, like, it's kind of in the air more than we had previously discussed from what I'm reading. Like everyone was like, Oh, it's going to be red. They're going to flip red. Everyone's going to go red. But from what I'm now reading, that's not the case. No. um, Michigan 
was talking about two uh, women, governor and deputy, mm-hmm. two women, blue, right? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they've already had a woman governor. I think you're talking about Massachusetts. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then a uh, debate between what's his name and Dr. Oz is going to happen. Uh, Fetterman and yes. Oz. Um, yeah, Fetterman, Fetterman needed to... If Fetterman wasn't healthy enough to uh, debate, mm-hmm. that's that's a leg- that's a legitimate concern. I was happy mm-hmm. to see today that Fetterman did announce that he will be debating because um, he's had um, a lot of health conditions. Right. So but. everyone's assuming that this this Roe v. Wade thing is going to shift. Right. That's what they're attributing kind of more of a left leaning than anticipated was because of the mm-hmm. reversal of Roe v. Wade. Yeah. And I feel like Biden could have easily just made this political, mm-hmm. made the speech political. But when he fucking said what I've been saying this whole time, I was like, pat myself on the back, dude. Now I have a sore spot in my back and have to go to the chiropractor. But um, <laughs> he says, MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards. Backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. So... All anyone heard there was no right to choose, no right to contraception, and no right to marry who you love. Because nobody ever fucking hears no right to privacy. And I've harped on this in the previous episodes. That is the basis in which all of these laws and everything were were built on and argued. Mm Mm-hmm. And it just it did me good to hear him say that. Yeah, you've been validated me. Yeah, you've been on that private. You've been on that private. You identified and have been on that pri- privacy mm-hmm. part of it since the beginning. And I think I mean that's super accurate. Um, You're right. It, it is the bedrock of all of it. Yeah, I also like and appreciate him calling what it was and calling MAGA what it is. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned that he had called them like semi-fascist, right? And I feel like to call something semi-fascist i feel like he wants to say something but he isn't saying it entirely and i feel like this speech without calling them fascist or semi-fascist said exactly what he's been trying to say they are a threat to this country and the behavior to choose violence over peaceful politics is never going to work Mm -hmm. it never has worked and we have a choice now Mm -hmm. and for him to just lay it out there like that nobody's fucking listening but at least he said it. Yeah. Um, because if it does spiral into civil war and chaos, at least historically, we know that we elected and we had a president who said something mm-hmm. and didn't just ignore it. Yeah. I love that he used the violence. We cannot use violence as a political tool mm-hmm. because that undercuts their notion that they are using violence to try to restore America mm. by calling it a political tool, he's identifying it as a way to grab power. Is how I read. Is how I interpreted that, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what it is. What about they don't because conservatives love to say we don't want mm, we just okay. do, we're just fighting to have government out of our lives. No, no, no. You're, you mm. you want government because that is completely that's a great point. That's completely undercut by your like love of Trump, your yes. support of Trump. Yes. Because you want you liked Trump because Trump used the levers of power to inflict harm on the people that you don't like. Yes. You like government. You just want, you like a lots of government. You just like the government working 
for you and your, your own interests. selfish interests. Oh. So violence as a political tool, what do you think? What was January 6th? Yeah. That was an attempt to put someone back in power that they liked. Mm-hmm. That is a political tool. That's not a revolution. Right. To overthrow a, oh, a, a government. That was a attempted coup yeah. to replace the power structure. They yeah. see themselves as revolutionaries, but really they're just, they're a coup. And that, I mean, so I think saying it as a, when he used the word violence as a political tool, yeah. that said to me so much, that those words had so much more to them than I think the average viewer would I have I mean, seen. if he said that they don't value the Constitution. Well, he, they absolutely don't. I know they don't, but he's saying it. He is saying it. The President of the United States is saying it. And he needs this. I mean, I'm so glad that he is saying yeah. it. Yeah. Because... It's it's annoying to me that right with we won't get into the whole um, Judge Cannon special master mm-hmm. thing. I know mm-hmm. we talked about that last week. What a shit show! But it's annoying to me that he, guys like Trump mm. call victim. They say that this whole system is rigged against them. They're the victims of a biased media of being called racists and now being called fascists. We're being called all of these names, but then they're the. So they blame, they say that all of this is being done to them, mm-hmm. but really, but then they hide behind norms. They hide behind the very processes. They hide behind, within the, within the institutional arrangements that they constantly are looking to dis, to, to destroy, mm-hmm. but or they'll, exploit. but they'll use them yeah. to yeah. shield themselves from accountability. Mm-hmm. So they get it both ways. Trump mm-hmm. constantly yeah. has his cake and eat it, eats it too yeah. because of how he manipulates the media, but then how he also has the ability and has people who are within positions of power to help him maneuver within the institutions that he claims to hate. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so he claims that he's the victim when really he's exploiting institutions. Yeah. So by Biden not abandoning that norm of not calling your political opponent a threat to (laughs) this country, Mm he's, he's, he is necessary. It is necessary to meet Trump at, a certain level yeah it's not going all the way down to his level sure but it's it is it is not allowing him to hide behind norms anymore mm-hmm. this his threat is great enough that we have to oh, okay that we have yes. to abandon that we have to abandon that norm because it and say it truthfully because yes. it, it is that's the, what i think i value because it, it is the truth right i think exactly i think you hit it exactly on what this speech did for me is recognizing the severity of norm breaking and saying what it is the true threat that he Mm -hmm. is which breaks from towing the line essentially and not saying well he's a political political opponent of mine i don't want to say a b or c about him for whatever reason operating within Mm -hmm. those yeah parameters and institutions but then recognizing the true threat that this person and these people are that shatters that that hesitation Mm -hmm. because you have to i mean it took biden two years of being candidate biden Mm -hmm. and two years of being president biden to even say anything about trump specifically his name sure whereas trump has been calling him sleepy joe Mm -hmm. all of like going after all of his political opponents calling them all sorts of names calling them enemies of the people trump Mm -hmm. at his rally just the other day called um called president biden um an an enemy of the state jesus so 
I mean, you're going to Trump has been doing this since he was candidate Trump in 2015. Right. And so by Biden not but by Biden continuing mm-hmm. after so many repeated attempts to make to stand that norm, you can't allow Trump to continue to hide behind the mm. norms that he clearly keep, continues to flaunt. That's a good point. Yeah, there is a point where you don't want to, when you yes. abandon certain things, you to defeat the thing that you want to defeat. Yeah, you end up becoming that. Yes, but in this particular case, it was it. I, in my opinion, it was necessary. And I feel like that's the argument that you'll hear is that. Oh, he, you know, it's so bad when Trump does it, but now Biden's doing it and you're not saying anything about Biden doing it, but Biden's doing it. I mean, it it sounds biased, even just prefacing this (laughs) statement, but he's doing it to save democracy, but they believe that that's what he's doing. Yeah. But I mean, alternative facts versus actual facts (laughs) who Whose supporters? But that is all dependent on the w- what news you're consuming. If it's CNN or Fox, Jake, and yeah, that's the crux of it. Yeah, that's what I was getting text at five in the morning about today. Is a Trump supporter coming at me about that shit? And I'm like, dude, you're literally you literally support somebody who like advocated for overthrowing the government mm-hmm. because of election results what are you talking about yeah. and their response was you watch too much cnn i i could literally cannot tell you the last i think the last time i watched cnn was march 2020 when they were covering covid dude cnn is getting the ire of all sorts of democrats and liberals right now really because their new chief their new cfo yeah has basically said he wants to be fox light um because he he thinks that the liberal media has been too biased against Trump supporters, so uh-huh. he wants to um, not. He wants he's telling all of his anchors mm-hmm. to not be as derogatory and as pointed towards the right mm-hmm. to try to come across as fair, more fair. And so Democrats are like super pissed because they're being their oh. language is a lot less antagonistic yeah. towards Trump. So I would say anything, anything like CNN is not like probably MSNBC was probably the one that's yeah. more accurate. Anyway, that none of that really yeah, matters. Yeah, yeah. But is it CNN Entertainment now? I don't know. <laughs> I, so every, I've always I've always heard it called from Republicans. It's the Clinton News Network. Oh, okay. Um, because they were so biased. Mm. Um, but the um, yeah, I mean, at at some point, right? Like you can support all of the policies that Trump supported Mm -hmm. that's well within your right sure um you have all the ability to say that anything that he's done is you support minus you don't have the ability you don't have the right to claim that the 2020 election was was fraudulent yeah and stolen once you once you state that i have nothing left to say to you yeah because you're not operating in facts anymore. Yeah. Everything else is is a certain level of opinion, right? Mm-hmm. I like this particular policy. policy. Yeah. I disagree with that policy. Yeah. Whatever. That's within your right and his his prerogative as president mm-hmm. to pursue. Yeah. But when you're talking about undercutting an election, an election, and you're claiming that it's false, even though there was over sixty court cases <laughs> in in so many audits from people of your own party saying there's no evidence mm-hmm. and you're still you're still purporting that lie perpetrating that lie mm-hmm. you, you're no longer operating in facts there's no good faith argument there's no f- good faith discussion that i can have with somebody 
who's who stands who who claims that the election was fraudulent. Yeah. So and and if you continue to and if you're a, and a politician who either is silent, complicit, or um or actively encouraging it, mm-hmm. like you'll never receive like you will never receive my vote. Yeah. I will vote for anybody. But but that person. Yeah. That's so. a good point. Gonna save democracy, dude. Yep. All right. I'll see you. I don't know. You coming back next week? Yeah. Uh, oh, to work next week? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. You coming back here next week? Yes. All right. Bye. Exactly. Your mom posted it and said, What's that?